Hi, um, I'm Svet. I sing and uh, make make stuff out of wax. And you're listening to the Texas Music Spotlight. the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have a new episode every Monday, and you're listening to the new episode. If you're listening to it on Monday, congratulations, you get a, uh, a high five for listening to it the day it comes out <laughs> go follow us on social media at texas music pod at texas music pod on twitter and facebook texas music podcast on instagram we're gonna be posting a whole lot of stuff we post a lot of behind the scenes stuff uh my dad does, does some facebook lives on facebook so go follow us there and you get to see some exclusive stuff way before it actually gets into the audio so that's pretty cool you should probably go do that i don't know why you aren't doing that yet but anyways i'm jules the human today we have an epic episode i didn't know i was gonna say epic it just kind of came out epic episode svetlana Svetkov. she is amazing she's a fantastic artist and i got to know her today and you're gonna get to know her at by the end of the episode so it's gonna be a lot of fun she does some interesting music stuff she does some uh some other really cool stuff that I, i'm not gonna spoil it you just gotta wait till the actual episode in a little bit so if you're new here uh, we release episodes every Monday. If you're new as well, we put a little piece of one of her songs at the beginning. We go into the interview and then we play a full song of hers at the end. So stay tuned for that and just, you know, just wait, listen, have a good time. We're going to have a good time. Let me, let me take you on this journey, this, this journey here that we're doing the audio experience. I like to thank our sponsor. For this episode, Nerdpins, Nerdpins.net. Nerdpins is the brainchild of Joe Van Dyke, a Florida man living in downtown Los Angeles. Joe has an extensive background in arts and music, having spent all of his 20s playing and touring in punk and hardcore bands and organizing large group art shows around Florida. Nerdpins is not limited to one specific style, but an umbrella that allows Joe to make and pursue anything he feels like creating. All of the pins and products are designed by him, some paying homage to music, movies, art that he is a fanboy of, others being original ideas and images of his own. Nothing is off limits for nerd pins, whether it be thought-provoking and provocative or simple and amusing. Definitely want to thank Joe and Nerdpins, nerdpins.net. You can get a ton of really cool pins. They have some some Game of Thrones pins. Uh, if people are fans of that, I got a ton of pins. He sent over some amazing pins. I posted on my Instagram, at Jules the Human. You can see some of those pins on there go get some pins guys they have he has patches as well some really cool stuff uh not just for nerdy things just like you know some some real really cool pop culture stuff uh it, it's it's awesome what he's making is awesome cool la dude now he's living in la and he's he's doing it up go follow him nerd pins or nerdpins.net to get the merch and all that good stuff so I want to get right into it, right into our talk with Svet. It's it's really fun and it's really interesting. I have a lot of fun doing these interviews. I really hope you have a lot of fun listening to them because I have a ton of fun talking to different musicians and getting to know them, getting to know how they work and all that stuff. We're going to listen to a, a piece of a song, Touch, 
It's off her new album, Gloomy Swamp, Breathless Mud. All the links for her stuff is in the description of this podcast. Go find it. Go down there. Go click the description. You're going to see where you can follow her on Twitter, where you can follow her on Instagram, where you can get her music on Bandcamp. It's all in the description. All in the description. Jules, talk, please. Talk right. All in the description at the bottom underneath this podcast. So go check it out. Go get her music right now. It's going to be a piece of the song Touch, and then we're going to get into the interview. So here we go. Touch by Svetlana. wasn't working right like i have to have everything like to uh you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not super like anal but like just kind of anal sort of how, how are you <laughs> i mean with your music and stuff that's like i don't know it's not that i don't think i, I mean it, i could be totally wrong that you write all this stuff out but it sounds just super free and just like whatever so like what <laughs> how are you with that you know what i mean whenever you're creating yeah. something um I, I like can't think in a plan at all. Oh, okay, it, cool. If I come up with a plan, it's like really bad and ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um, so I try to just, just start doing something and then see if like that's, it's working at all. Um, and then I just like build off of that for like days or weeks or <laughs> days or weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I try to work in a way that's more like, I'm thinking about like visceral things or like okay. my gut response to whatever I'm doing. Sure. Yeah, I think that makes more sense for me at least. Mm-hmm. Like, not and that, trying to. Yeah, yeah. In the in the album that you just had, it definitely shows. It's just super cool. It's it's really interesting. I don't know. It. it so with that, whenever you're recording that, what? How did that go about? How did you go about recording that and and getting those sounds? There's so many different sounds on there, and it's just really like an escape, a way to just be somewhere else so what what was that process of recording and getting it all down yeah um well I was working on it for my um senior thesis project I um went to like a liberal arts women's college um and I was like a linguistics and studio art double major Mm -hmm. um and I was thinking about sound as being kind of a three-dimensional object I guess um because I'm also a sculptor and it made a lot of sense to me that those two things should be together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking about like ways of integrating um, kind of landscape bodiliness, thinking about like, I don't know, like sexual trauma and mental illness um, and how those things sort of affect like your experience of a place. So I wanted to do something like very like three dimensional and like you were in a landscape sort of mm-hmm. Um so I tried to, like, using, like, linguistics training, um, I'm really interested in speech sounds and just, like, breaking down words into the individual, yeah. like, little parts. Um, mm-hmm. So I was trying to, like, find ways 
to use those in a way that was also sort of narrative because previously I was doing like acapella stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just very like could put to like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to go more in depth with that and then like using synthesizers and like the like MIDI instruments on GarageBand yeah, and stuff sure. to kind of resituate myself. Uh-huh. And, yeah. yeah. Cause it, it's just like, I don't know. It just puts you in like this, this really cool place. I've been listening to it since you sent it to me and I listened to it this morning and it's just like, I find something different and that's what I really like music. I think that's what musicians, oh, well, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for all the musicians, but (laughs) for me as a musician, that's what I really like. I really enjoy something that I can find different on another listen and, Mm -hmm. and you can find something, uh, you know, something new every time you listen to it. What sort of music or if anything, inspired you to make this uh these sort of sounds these sort of things i mean you said you're a sculptor trying to think of music differently but is there anybody out there that's doing music that inspired you to do this kind of stuff yeah um i think like i don't know i have a couple like key people i always go to when i'm like well what not necessarily what would they do but um like what i don't know there are certain like vocal turns that different people use like um Bjork and Mitski uh-huh. a lot um and Tanya Tugak um just like using their voices in unusual ways to like still deliver something or like with Bjork and Tugak it's more like I don't know I think they're more in the business of like creating like sonic worlds or whatever sure, yeah, you want to yeah. call it uh-huh. um and Mitski has like this strong, like very, I think it's like a kind of pure singer songwriter, um, intention, Mm -hmm. but she still does it in a way that like, I think really is reminiscent of those others. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. So uh, you're, you're not from here, right? Like, (laughs) no, how, how, where are you from and how did, how did you get to San Antonio and making this sort of music here? Um, Um, I don't know where you're, I mean. I know where you're from, but you should talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm from um, Greeley, Colorado. It's in northern Colorado. It's one of those cities that everyone (laughs) likes to say really bad things about. Really? Why? (laughs) Um, Well, it's like only 100,000 people. They're like a bunch of um, like feedlots were invented there. Oh, boy. (laughs) And and they're... Yeah, or by, like, a guy who one of the public libraries is named after, mm. Um, mm. Mr. Farr. Uh, nice. <laughs> so it smells, like, because there are tons of feedlots outside of Greeley there, it smells like cows and, like, in a very unhealthy, <laughs> bad way. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's also home, so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> that's I what, accept that's it. That's call home. Yeah, it's yeah. my home. So how'd you get over here to to San Antonio or or what was the reasoning for that? Yeah. Um, Well, I went to school in Massachusetts with um, Samantha, Dane Rousey's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she told Dane to listen to like my SoundCloud. And then like Dane and I became really good friends. Yeah, that's Uh, awesome. I was like, we should go on tour together. You should move to San Antonio. Well, not not that pushy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like right away. You yeah. need to move over here. We can do stuff. Yeah, yeah that'd be but great. I was like, I don't know, very excited about the opportunities. Uh-huh. Um, and I was, 
just like, musically or, or just opportunities in San Antonio in general? Um, Either way. I don't know, yeah, whatever. I mean, both. I think, like, Dane knows everyone, which is very helpful. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> um, sure. And... I mean, that's that's even why we're here, right? That's yeah. that's how it that's how it happens. So, right, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and like, I my school was in a town of like twenty thousand people, so like, I wanted to like first of all like live in the south mm-hmm. at some point, just like <laughs> I don't know, try it out. Um, and I like really didn't have a plan for after graduation because I really like wanted to like pursue sculpture and music, mm-hmm. but. That's so terrifying. Compared what? <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Um, just like I had a very, my upbringing was very like a get good grades and okay. uh, I don't know. Like, and super, you're gonna you're gonna be a doctor or something like that, or, or um, what do you mean? Not quite, but like getting a stable job and like mm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like my parents have been like they're really happy when i figured out some sort of plan because i was like i don't know yeah for for sure like for way too long Mm -hmm. um why why wasn't why was it an i don't know was it just like because i know whenever i or when people would ask me and i've said this before on the show it's just like people ask like what do you want to be what do you want to do and i'm like i just want to be happy i just want (laughs) to do whatever makes me happy and people just can't really grasp that was that kind of the same thing where it's just you were like whatever whatever gets me happy is that kind of what you're you're going through as well yeah because i know that like i've had some like very like standard jobs that um like definitely sustainable like looks good on a resume that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but it like i don't know some of them i was really lucky and i like really got to explore like whatever i was working on but at the same time i felt like it wasn't like authentic to like whoever I am or something mm-hmm. like working, like trying to work under bureaucratic systems is like very, yeah, it didn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I like, I have this problem where I always come up with like ridiculous plans. Like I said earlier, <laughs> so I come up with like ideas for how to like improve institutions when it's like totally not my business. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just, it's just hard because uh-huh. I'm not, I don't want to, you know, run a whatever huge thing yeah for sure so so yeah that that so your family i mean do they listen to your music now do they know what you do and all that stuff are they cool with it or what what are they their feelings behind Um, that well my mom was an art professor and she's been sort of um like a practicing artist um sort of stay-at-home mom both since i was like four Mm -hmm. um so are they here in san antonio as well no they're they're in greeley okay yeah um and so she's been very supportive in like the sense that she like understands it um very deeply and my dad's like just happy that I have opportunities like mm-hmm. he's like I talk to him every weekend and he's just like oh that's great Svetlana do you yeah. have a job <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's still like really excited so yeah yeah that, that's cool I mean what what are you I don't know like I'm I'm doing I do music and stuff. I do these podcasts, whatever. I do it because I feel like I have a lot in me that mm-hmm. I need to get out and I need to do it and I need to do all that stuff with you. And you mentioned sculpting and, and things like that. Is is that just something that you have to do, that you have to let out? Is there something inside of you? Like, what is that? What is there? What's there for you to share? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um Or is it more of a... 
I feel like the world needs this right now. What, mm-hmm. or is it, you know, is it for you or is it for other people? I don't know, but, uh, um, or it could be both. Yeah. A little I, bit of both. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think it's both. I mean, like personally, um, I'm like a super quiet, very reserved person, mm-hmm. uh, like super worried that I'm offending someone or like, <laughs> like <laughs> sure. burdening them somehow. Yeah. Um, so most of the time I just like what I need is just to like scream a lot, but, <laughs> but there's, you know, can't do that. Um, so I try to find ways to like, I always like visualize that I'm like taking all the energy out of like my face and just like projecting it or like breathing it out into whatever I'm yeah. working on. Um, and then I feel better. So. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That, that's really cool. And why don't you talk about all the stuff that you've sculpted and where they can find that mm-hmm. online um, if they want to see that or I don't know if you sell it as well or if you do commissions or anything like mm-hmm. that. What What's that all about? What's that side of you uh, sculpting and, you know, making yeah. art? Um I have a website. It's uh, SvetlanaZwetkoff.com. That's uh, S-V-E-T-L-A-N-A-Z-W-E-T-K-O-F, as in Frank. (laughs) Um, And I've, like, I've offered commissions, but, like, most of the people who know about my art other than professors are, like, people my age and therefore cannot (laughs) buy my art, Um, which is fine because, I mean... I, like that they're interested is still pretty valuable mm-hmm. um so i don't know with sculpture like i did this whole series of um wax pieces i really like malleable materials um like handmade paper i really like pulp um wax clay um and i think the voice is very malleable also mm-hmm. which i don't know i kind of see them in the same terms yeah um that, that's really interesting. I've never really talked to people that make or somebody that's made something and then put it into uh, an instrument or something. And now mm-hmm. I might take that from you. <laughs> I might take that and put it that's into my fine. own trombone playing. But that's that's really interesting. Just kind mm-hmm. of thinking of a sound as something you can hold in your hand and, and kind of move it around or, or get rid of it or put it somewhere. And that, that's really that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so you're going on tour. Mm-hmm. When is that? And what is a live show for you? Like what I hear all these sounds and all these things that go on on the album. And do you recreate that to the T or do you kind of just do a thing with, you know, I'm going to play this song and I know in this song it uses these sort of sounds. So I'm going to use this sort of sound. Is it more improv kind of like Dan, what Dane does? Or mm-hmm. is it just kind of, I'm going to play this from the record or anything like that? What is that? Yeah. Um, so for tour, we're, Dana and I are touring together and we're doing, um, kind of like constrained improv where we have a set build up. So it's like Dane kind of solos in the beginning and I come in at points. Then I solo, Dane comes in at points cool. and then, then we do it together for like the second half. Um, but I don't know for myself. Um, oh, I was saying we're, um, kicking off with right now festival mm-hmm. at art pace um and then i think the eighth is our first like show outside mm-hmm. of san antonio sure. and then where we, uh, which places are you hitting um that's opolis in norman oklahoma um we're going to like backspace and blank space um 
And uh, in Columbus, we're going to, um, it looks like it's open. So mm-hmm. kind of some like very experimental, jazz-friendly, sure. improv-type places. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's through the 17th, and we get back the 18th. Okay. Yeah. Cool. This might be out when you get back, so we'll see. But, <laughs> like, I don't know, what what are some reactions do you get from people that, that hear you and hear, you know, just what you're doing, or, or you show them your album and, and things like that? What I mean, do you... You said you done it. You do it for yourself, and then you do it for other people. But like, whenever you show someone your music, uh, what are kind of the reactions to that? Uh, I mean, it is a little different. It is a little out there. I'm not going to deny that, but <laughs> it is very cool and it's very interesting. And do people kind of get that? Do people usually get that? I don't know. I there's like this huge experimental scene that's kind of growing, uh, sort of here in San Antonio. <laughs> are people grasping onto that? I don't know. Yeah. Um. I kind of did a test of this, like, to see how anyone would feel about it. Um, I was at a linguistics conference, like, last summer, and there was, like, there were sharing nights where everyone had, like, five minutes to do something, so I played, like, a four-minute and 30-minute, 30-second song Uh and just made them listen to it. Um, And then I just watched, like, a room of, like, 50 people reacting to the song. Uh, and I remember someone in the front row had just, like, this horrified oh. <laughs> expression. But then, like, other people, I don't know, a lot of people were, like, really happy I did that. Um, I don't know. They, like, wanted to buy my music. and Yeah, that's really awesome. That. Yeah. De- I mean, definitely with, with your with your album, it has a lot of the, the vocal layering and, and, and stuff that makes you a little on edge and i i mean that's probably most likely it's it's done for a reason and and you can feel that that it's like dissonance and 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 just moving and and moving the voice in so many different ways and it's just super interesting and what's the album name and where can they get that mm-hmm. um if they if they wanted to get that they yeah. already heard a little bit of it before this and then they're going to mm-hmm. hear a full song after this so okay. um it's called gloomy swamp breathless mud um on that track, I just go by Svet, um, first half of my name. Yeah. <laughs> and it's off of, um, Rat Tail Tapes. So it's on rattailtapes.bandcamp.com. Very cool. So what, what is after this tour? What do you have any, do you have anything planned or do you have any goals for the end of 2017? I just realized 2017 is like almost over. There's like four <laughs> more months left. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, coming up. Right. It's, and fucking is it august it's august already yeah. right holy crap mm. <laughs> jesus um but yeah what do you have any goals going into at the end of 2017 into 2018 is there something you want to do is there somebody you want to work with is there something that you want to release what are there any goals or anything that you have in mind going forward after this tour mm-hmm. um i really want to i'm gonna move into a new place like basically after um tour ends but i really want to like have a backyard studio okay um like for sculpture because it's outside (laughs) but um so i've been just like thinking about like all the ways i can implement that like i was um collecting pineapple leaves to like make paper with and yeah um 
stuff like that. Um, just trying to think about like what I can make with the like very limited resources I have right now uh-huh. and that won't like drive my roommates insane and all of this. <laughs> um, but I'm like very excited about just figuring out whatever, whatever that is I can do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I have like a bunch of wax left over, so definitely some more wax. So just make, yeah, and, making a bunch of stuff, making yeah, things. That's really yeah. cool. Anything like I don't know, music wise that you wanna that you wanna get out there or do something with? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um like for me, I just wanna I don't know. I wanna do more podcast stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'm done with, with like a bunch of music. Like I'm I'm a classical musician, mm-hmm. like I was trained in whatever classical trombone, but I think I'm done with that stuff yeah. because I just want to like do other things. I just want to mm-hmm. figure it out. Was there ever a point in your, you know, doing sculpture or, or going into music and stuff like that? Was there a point where you were just like, I, I don't know, or maybe a point before you discovered music, before you discovered scu- sculpture and all that stuff? Was there a point where it was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I'm, who I am because I definitely had that point before, but it's just like, have you ever felt something where it's like, I don't know who, who am I? Like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Has, yeah. Was there ever something like that? Or did you just automatically gravitate towards sculpting things or, or making music or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, there was like two springs ago. I was in this class, um, is like my first advanced studio class. So basically they just like throw you in there and make you like, you have to figure out how to have an artist practice all of a sudden, hmm. <laughs> uh, which was super overwhelming. And I was like trying to make stuff with paper, but then there was like an asbestos problem in the paper, oh, paper making studio. So then I was like sneaking in there. I, I don't know. It was just, <laughs> it was just a nightmare. And I don't know. I was also like not in a good place in general at that time. Sure. Like I was figuring out that I was bipolar, which is like a horrible, yeah, sure. <laughs> horrible time to have. Um, so I, that's like when I started working on like just the little like acapella stuff that I was doing, like independently, um, like released it just on my band camp mm-hmm. like last summer. Cause I was like, well, I don't know. I, I have it. This. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I made this. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was, I found that was really helpful because I was in this place where I was like having so much trouble doing anything visual that wasn't just a disaster because I like didn't have a place to work. Sure. Um, and was just having like so many problems yeah. just like in my life. Um, but it was like really helpful. And that's sort of when I like started figuring out that, oh, I can like channel this, but like in this very like visual way, I like to sure. imagine it. Um, yeah. That's, that's really cool. I mean, yeah. me, Personally, I really like love this whole podcasting thing or, mm-hmm. you know, working on a new piece of music or something like that because it is all just me. It's like I grew up as a, uh, a single child or not a single child, but like, uh, a, yeah, is that how you say it? A fucking, I didn't have any brothers. Yeah. Sister, that's how you say it. Whatever. <laughs> Only child. Only child. That's <laughs> single child. I, I was thinking single parent and I was like, no, that's not me. Um, but yeah, I grew up, I grew up like super just me, just, by myself whatever mm-hmm. doing all that stuff and then with this whole podcast and thing i edit the audio by myself i'm just here in front of the computer i'm i'm you know there with my instrument just doing a thing so that helps me you know 
figure stuff out on my own or let it out. You know, if I just sit here and, and do the thing and it's just like, this is really relaxing. Mm-hmm. So is that something that, that you found as well? Like, it's just really relaxing to do it by yourself or to do this sort of thing, you know, um, with your acapella stuff and, and all that. Was yeah. That, yeah. Um, well, like making paper and part of the reason I was like, so I don't know why well, I was still like sneaking in when like to the building when <laughs> yeah. I really shouldn't have been. Um, it's cause it's just, you have like a tub full of water and pulp and you're like pulling sheets through it with a, like a mesh and send them like a mold and decal uh-huh. is what it's called. Um, and I don't know, it feels like you're washing, like you're hand washing clothes or something. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just, so relaxing and spiritual kind of sure. um then when you're done you hang up um they're called pellens but you like lay sheets between them so they don't all stick together you hang them up on the clothesline and then they like drip down on you a little it's just yeah. <laughs> it's just like some just like some of those small details of like getting t- really in touch with a craft is really just like so nice to have that mm-hmm. um and like with acapella, like when I, every time I figure out I can make a different sound or like for ages, um, my dad's father was Bulgarian. Um, so I like to listen to Bulgarian folk singing. I finally figured out how to make this like really nasal sound that, mm-hmm. um, like women do in the folk singing. Um, and I was just like, on your own. Yeah, yeah. I was like so overcome with joy. Yeah. Um, and that was like when, Dana and I were practicing for tour, so it was like an extra like Yeah, something else you can add to yeah. to the music and that's really cool. Um Yeah, you were saying I mean, you could probably already Yeah. You with your with your name the name of your of you. Uh like where did your family like originate from or what is your heritage, I guess? And and mm-hmm. like you said, you have a, a sort of connection with that with the music and stuff. What other connection do you have going back further if if you have anything like that? Yeah. Um, well, just because I have a Bulgarian name, I've always, it's probably more than that, but um, I've always really connected with that part of me, though, like, no one else in my American family has a Bulgarian name, because um, my dad's, his mom's Irish, um, and, like, he grew up in Ireland, uh-huh. so they all, like, really identify with that, which makes sense, because that's, like, their first culture, the yeah. first accent they had. Um and they all have Irish names, pretty much, um, except the last name. Um, so I just felt like because I was always, like, correcting people on how to say my name and, like, just this, I don't know, people ask me if, like, I'm American. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of this, I just, like, um, for a time I was, like, really pissed, honestly, at my parents for giving me a name like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. But then I was, like, like someone's got to do it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and it's, like... I mean, I don't know if you were teased or anything, probably about your name or, yeah. or anything, because kids are fucking cruel. <laughs> when, uh, but yeah, I was teased as well. But like, at, during that time, I'm sure you were like, man, what the fuck? I, I have to, people are making fun of me because I have this whatever name. And then now you're like, wow, this is really unique. And this yeah. is really interesting. And, and it's super cool. And, and it's glad, I'm glad that, you know, that was for me, you know, it's like for mm-hmm. me, um, my name is the same name as my dad. And I was just like, it's kind of weird. Like, okay, I'm, I'm the third, but it's <laughs> yeah. like, 
okay, I guess so, whatever. And then now it's just like, oh, that's, that's really cool. Like the whole backstory behind that, who, who he was named after, uh, and all that stuff. So it's like, whenever you're younger, you don't really know. And then, yeah. and then even now I'm thinking, you're, I don't know how old your parents are, but like my parents were my age whenever mm-hmm. they had me. And now I'm thinking like some of the decisions they made, it's just like, oh, that makes sense yeah. because I'm in that mindset now. Whereas like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but you you get it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Um, so is there anything else that you do that that's super cool? Something like give me like a random, I don't know, fact about you that you can do that's that's not so related to what we've been talking about or anything. Um. <laughs> or I don't know. I don't yeah. have anyone. I don't have one for me. So <laughs> I'm just asking you. <laughs> um, I consider myself like really uh, secretly athletic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because no one expects it. Because I'm like, I don't gentle and I like soft spoken, move really uh, slowly and stuff. (laughs) But um, But I like to get down on the basketball court or something. (laughs) (laughs) Not, I'm not competitive at all. So it's like totally solo stuff. Um, Just like crawling out of windows and okay. uh, I don't know, jumping on my friend's car. Jumping fences or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I love doing that. I don't know why. It's very satisfying. <laughs> That's super cool. Um, okay, on that same vein, I think I'm pretty... I'm okay at basketball. Secretly <laughs> athletic that way. I mean, I wouldn't say yeah. I'm not going to f- fucking go join a, a, a team or anything, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think that's all I got. I think I'm pretty good. That's about it. I don't have anything else. I'm all trombone and, and podcasting stuff. So where can they find you online and all that stuff. Do you have what, uh, Facebook or anything you want them to follow or, or like, uh, Instagram, whatever? Check out their website. Yeah. So on Instagram, um, I'm Svet Stains. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I post pictures of art and then I, I make really stupid videos of myself like talking in like really bad accents. Um, I think they're hilarious. But, um, then Twitter, I'm, um, Blue sweat shoes. I'm like really, <laughs> I'm like really milking my name. Um, <laughs> That's great. Uh, and I also post mainly stupid stuff on there, but sometimes my art. Um, yeah. And um, oh, Facebook. If you look up <laughs> Sweaty Weather, um, you'll also find me. That's great. They're all different. That's yeah. great. I'm gonna have to put all of those in the in the description. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm gonna have to type those out. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> and then your website, of course. If yeah. you want to say that one more time, uh, svetlanaswetkoff.com. S v e t l a n a z w e t k o f as in Frank. dot com. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for joining me and mm-hmm. talking with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's it, guys. That's my talk with Svetlana. It was a fantastic talk. I hope you really enjoyed it. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure to subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes if you liked us. Leave us a review if you didn't like us. Just leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. That helps us go up in the charts. That helps us get more people listening to the musicians. And if you are a first-time listener or this is one of your very first episodes, go back, 
go back and check out all the episodes. We have over 70 episodes now. Over 70, which is pretty intense of me or my dad talking to a musician and you get to check it out. Go discover your next favorite musician, Svetlana. Of course, I already know it's going to be your next favorite musician. Keep discovering them. Keep discovering some musicians around here in Texas and support the local scene here in Texas. So I want to thank Svetlana. You can follow her on all the stuff again. All her Instagram, her Twitter and all that stuff is going to be down below in the description where you can find her on those things. You can get her album on Bandcamp. It's going to be awesome. It's really good. It's a really awesome record. Go check it out please it's gonna it's it's fantastic again i want to thank nerdpins nerdpins.net they were the sponsor for this episode thank you so much for sponsoring an episode and go check out nerdpins.net for all your nerd pin needs there's there's a ton of pins patches a ton of stuff just go to nerdpins.net you can see that in the link in the description as well and they're fantastic joe he's an amazing person sent over some pins he's a fantastic dude go check him out nerdpins on instagram nerdpins.net and right now i'm going to leave you off with the song night trek off the album gloomy swamp breathless mud the newest one from svetlana it's fantastic and i hope you have a great week hope you have a good day make sure to keep subscribed stay subscribed new episodes every monday and i've been jules the human if you really enjoy what i do i do a ton of other stuff do a lot of music stuff podcast stuff go check it out julesthehuman.com if you want to know some more stuff about me go follow me on all the you know instagram you know youtube avenue uh youtube channel if you want to go check it out if you like what i do i do a ton of stuff it's pretty cool i (laughs) i think i mean i hope it's pretty cool i just keep doing it i just keep making stuff hopefully someone likes it someone someone out there someone sees it maybe uh julesthehuman.com if you want to see all my stuff go follow me on all the social media stuff but right now night trek by svetlana i've been jules the human thank you so much and i'll see you next week
for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. Thank you.